Attention bobsled riders, you will soon be embarking on a thrilling podcast down the icy slopes of the Matterhorn, so please remain seated keeping your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the bobsled at all times. Auf Wiedersehen! Hello Yodlers, we are the Matterhorn Yodlers, I am your host today Jackie, we have... Chiefs! And... Uh... And, uh, Chef Louis. Uh, oh, Chef Louis from Ooh, Little Mermaid. Horrible stereotype, I see. You said it. <laughs> uh, and today we are going to be talking about songs in a movie that you may reevaluate and be like, is this song really necessary? I, well, I, I think these are songs. Yeah, I think you nailed it with like, why is this song in here? Or does this help the story? Or does this hurt the story? And so, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, just certain songs in certain movies that you're like, where did this come from? It like hits you. You're like, whoa. You know, we're just like, we're going all smooth and like, oh, this is my like... I'm going to do it song, and then you're just all like, whoa, where random, did this go? Random song A comes in, and you're like, well, that was interesting. <laughs> all right. It's just, yeah, it's abrupt. You know, it comes up. And so we've got a couple. We each have a, a song from a different movie. Each have a song from each a different movie as to songs that we would consider um, people would question why they would be located in the movie. And so we're going to argue the fact for these songs to be in yes. the movie. And this all originated, and we'll, 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 this will be the finale because this is what everything's been building up to, uh, is into Shiny, as to why Shiny belongs in Yeah, Luana. we've made some commentary on it. I am very against Shiny. Dad's rea- I told Dad, and he was like, oh, I hate it. Like, he, he had this, like, <laughs> like, he ate a bad onion ring. He was like, oh, oh, that's gone stale, you know? Dad loves all music. That one I like. So it's a good song, but we'll talk about that one yeah. later. We so, got we got some appetizers before right, we get to the main course. The, the main course, uh, the main discussion. <laughs> Boy, I really gotta prepare. I really gotta get in a fight here. This is your episode, dude. <laughs> so most, a lot of times the episode falls on my research. This time, this one's on you. I got a really good episode. Okay, all right, all right. All right, Peter. Why don't you go first? What movie did you? Select. So I have from the Little Mermaid, Les Poissons. Les Poissons. How I love Les Poissons. Love to jump and to serve little fish. I hope I don't have to sing my part. You do not have to <laughs> sing my part. I just like singing, okay, guys? I just like singing. You're very good at it. I'm yes. glad you could sing um, that. Yes. It's, it's, it's a fun song. I can always remember. It's favorite part of the movie when I was a little kid. Absolutely. Like... You know, like, I think Under the Sea is definitely the favorite song of the movie, but like... As a kid, like, you as a kid, love like, that You scene. love that because it's a da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, you got can. Sebastian running around, you know, and the chef going crazy. Um, what is this? Right. <laughs> and so which brings up the question... Why is this song in it? Because all it is is the chef talking about cooking. It's the whole point of the song is still him preparing crab. Yeah, stuffed crab. And so, like, 
one might ask, why is this in here? Well, I'm here to tell you <laughs> why. Okay? So, what is the... What is the... Why does... Why is there so much animosity between mermaids and humans? That's my question to you. Don't the mermaids Jealousy. Eat, don't the mermaids eat the sailors? <laughs> That's what happened to pirates. They in parts of the Caribbean, yeah, the siren, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. So, like, what is what does King Triton say to Ariel? He says, you know, you're a mermaid. You're there. He's a human. They're dangerous, right? They are that's dangerous. the that's uh, the. We're not gonna lie, man. <laughs> man, this goes back to our Bambi discussion. Man is bad. <laughs> Except here, at least they call it human. Yeah. You know, more gender neutral I here. You know, true, yeah. uh, it's all encompassing. All encompassing. That's yeah. right. So he says Except humans. Yes. Nice. No. So like, it's talking about the animosity, the differences between. Uh, the mermaid world and the human world. And so, like, the the whole selling point um, is to show the contrast because, like, if, without that scene, you really don't get to see kind of, like... And granted, Ariel doesn't get to see this, but this almost, like, reaffirmed it with Sebastian that the human world is not for him. I um, wouldn't blame him. I don't blame him either, you know? So, like, it's it's to show that, like, the, the way we as... And this, I would say it's a good song for those people that are, like, anti-meat-killing people, you know? Like, those people that stand out there and protest at the... Yeah. Those places. Peter, yes. Yeah. So it's a great Not song. the fancy Peter. No, Peter. No. It's it's a great song for those people because it's like supposed to like, because like, if you listen to the lyrics, he's very graphic. First, I cut off their head and I pull out their bones, and then he talks about how he makes this dead carcass look so pretty, you know, like, and it's supposed to show this like, you know, like. The human world and the sea world, uh, not that sea world. We don't talk about that sea world. We don't the talk ocean about world. Sea world. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, how there, there There's is that like there it. is that sense of conflict. Whereas, like the humans would see the sea and its creatures as food. Like I'm going to eat everything that's you know. There's a sense of ownership. Um, whereas, like, you know, I can see why the, the, the residents of the ocean might feel a little frustrated with the humans, um, in the sense of that. So it's, so it's, I got a question. Yeah. So what do the mermaid people eat? Do they eat I fish? think they eat seafood, they like, eat like, like seaweed like and plant. stuff. Because, like, if <laughs> you want... I want to know what Triton is eating, because yeah. that guy is ripped, <laughs> like, how do they claim to have that much protein? He's got all seaweed diet. <laughs> Yeah. I was wondering, I was like, what do they eat? Because I watched the Little Mermaid cartoon a couple episodes. They eat seaweed And you're dogs. like, you see these, like, dishes, and you're like, what are those made of? Is it, like, is there any crab? Are they all is vegetarian? It... Yeah. What are they vegetarian what do they under eat? the sea? They're doing pretty good. And then you'll see, like, some fat mermaids. You're like, where's the sugar, like, plants down in the sea? Like, is there something more, like... You're like, oh, sorry, <laughs> too many carbs this summer. <laughs> like, what? I don't get that. So I'm kind of curious. It's one of those they don't explain so what, that. What do things you don't think about. Yeah, think about, <laughs> things what that made me think. What do they eat <laughs> yeah. down in the ocean? 
It's like, that's why, like, you know, like, Ariel was never too worried about Flounder getting. He's like, don't worry, Flounder. I'm going to have you for later. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this dingle hopper is for? Right, right. So, like, yeah, so going back to the song, like, it's it's to show that that internal, it's to show the conflict of of both these worlds, how they don't get along, almost kind of like a Romeo and Juliet scenario where, you know, it's doesn't make sense for a mermaid and a prince to fall in love and uh, to live happily ever after. It doesn't make sense in this world that they currently live in. And so we need this song to speak that contrast because if, without that song, we just have like, yeah, it's just nice up here, you know? We go on a nice little carriage ride through the town. Like, it's, you know, happy, peaceful. And, and you do you need, need that sense of, like, of conflict. You need there. a little, like, conflict, a little, like, trouble because Ariel just made it into the castle. Like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She just walked but right Sebastian, in. Like, how does Sebastian get it? He's the little Jiminy Cricket. And so he gets all chewed up. Um, yeah, that's how I kind of saw that. I kind I was fine with like the transition of like, how does he get in there? I'd never been bothered by was, the song. It's such a fun song, right? Fun song. It's, Remember it's that a... fun song. Remember that. <laughs> uh, so, a question. Yes. Tangent. Yes. So, Love like, tangent. we brought up like King Triton. Right. You're a mermaid. She, you know, he's a human. Do you think King Triton could take out all the humans? With his like, with his like Triton, you think if he really wanted to at the of, time, that's a lot of humans. But like, you know what? He could really like so now clear getting... a space of like dominance of like, oh, we don't go there. Like they used to be like, watch Luca. They're like, oh, you see the monsters in the map. Like King Triton be like, he'll be like this giant monster. Like yeah, you don't go in that ocean. So, King Triton will take you out. Like so now we're getting into like deeper lore about why King Triton doesn't do more to upset human sailing right so maybe maybe you know fun hypothetical discussion big pop shots does, of, like ships he's like Pew! and they like does, sink and does like, king eh. triton report to someone else kind of like a, an olympus like sort of thing where it's like reporting not necessarily to zeus but to Neptune. someone equivalent um, is that what was no that was the well i think the... i think king triton is neptune's son yeah um, I think that's how the lore is. Is and so like, does he have to? He has to stay within his realm, and he's just frustrated when humans are up there because they're allowed to be sailing. All those shipwrecks were caused by him. He's like sitting there as a sniper. <laughs> he's like, all right, ready, and, and, and you're like, oh no, we're fine. <laughs> well, and I mean, it, there could be some similarities with how like. In this Moon Knight series, I won't go into full details, but... We'll talk about The Mummy, the TV show, maybe on another day, right? Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> that on a different some day. More we got some more uh, mythology. You're right. Yeah, but, like, it's kind of a similar of, like, there's boundaries, or the Eternals, where, like, there's boundaries of what they get involved in. It's just, like, if you involve with humans, then you gotta deal with all of their problems, and do you really want to deal with all the human so, problems? So, uh, they're probably watching Real Housewives like, those people are messed up. <laughs> yeah. Money <laughs> does not fix your problem. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it more messed up. Right, listen, Arrow, you don't want to go up there. They're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm just kind of crazy. I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of crazy, yes. Well, that kind of, We're all I'm a little crazy. I'm kind of curious here. with that kind of statement of, a, like, why can King Trying just start... Like, 
stay away from our fish. And, you know, he's just going out there raging, like, waging war with them. I don't know. Interesting don't... theory. We can, we can maybe make an episode talking about <laughs> theories. theories as to why. Why don't they do more? Right. Why don't why, they take out more? Why, what's their role in things? Yeah. Why like, does what is King Triton yeah. actually do? What, what is Maleficent? Why, does, like, why doesn't she get a nicer place? She's got this like tower that's falling over. Like, right. Come on. Madam Mim, you're just chilling inside like that Some one random hut. cottage. Wait, wait, come yeah. on, you're better than that. You almost beat Merlin. Remember, from our last discussion, magic doesn't make things better. It only yeah, it makes things worse. Down. <laughs> magic only goes down. <laughs> Always comes with a cost. <laughs> All right. Uh, so okay. we're on to Jackie. Jackie What's your what you song? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about... The Great Mouse Detective, which... I like that movie. It's a great movie. Many Dark, people, at parts. Yeah. It's a, it's a Sherlock Holmes film. It is. Don't... I would... Probably a lot of people have not seen this movie. Really? I would say. I had introduced it to my I'm, friends I'm 90s kid. That movie's fresh. It's, it's hard for me to think that people haven't seen it, but I can see why people haven't seen it. That's how I feel my about kids Oliver like it. company. My it's, kids like it's it. It's not... As popular as like Aladdin or well, there's not that many songs in it, right? Well, we'll talk about a song. We'll talk about. Uh. That's right. <laughs> what is a movie that you think is popular that you'd watch over it? Then you'd watch The Great Mouse Detective over it. A popular movie that I would rather watch Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, that's a Disney animation. Peter Pan for me. Ooh. I could see that. I could see that. Um, that's hard to say. It's like, what do you define as popular? <laughs> like, what would, like, iconic, like, its name, it's not like I'm saying, like, Chicken Run or, like, Home on the Range mm. or anything like that. Fox and the Hound. No. <laughs> yeah. Black Coldrack. <laughs> Best movie ever. <laughs> Um, Sleeping Beauty. Wow. I'm not a fan of Sleeping Beauty. I could so. see that. I don't that know. song's the two drunken dads and the... this night. I don't know. I... I would have to think about that. Okay. I do. I do not. Know. Sorry, I'm just. I couldn't be all over the place. Why not? It's our podcast. So far, this is a short episode. So I'll I'll take any tangents we can get. <laughs> okay. Um. So we're gonna be talking about. There's a few good songs in there. Um, Radigan's such a great. Radigan is such a great. I was like, Radigan is such like an understate, like underrated, underrated song. Underappreciated. Yeah. Sure. Um, they made it in the game Villainous. That's it a, did. That's the a, the that's character, a fun character did. to play. Yeah. Um, but this song is Let Me Be Good to You. So the scene. Comes out of nowhere. So the scene is. They basically to go to the. I, the cover of it's a bar basically it's a it's a seedy pub yeah yes. got daggers and, and it's a and sailor's and, bar yes when they yeah back in the day when you know you don't go down to the pier bars yeah, yeah it's a place that no normal person or a person with uh i don't know gotta be tough simple. yeah Urgh. um and so they go to this bar to find radigan and uh, they're getting a drink, and uh, the song comes on. Let me be good to you. It's a, a sh- almost like a showgirl. 
but she comes out like very this like little, Molly Mormon, very like very good and sweet. And right. Like, oh my. Yeah. Very innocent. Like, oh, like let me let me take your troubles away. Let me be good to you, and then. The big climax of the song, and she comes in kind of in a the the showgirl showgirl. Honestly, every time the part where she's all like, "Hey, fellas, I'll take off," and I assume she's about to say, "All my clothes," like it's she's literally throwing her skirt off, and it's like. Yeah, you're taking off all your clothes. Yep. There's no nudity. There is. She's wearing a little. Just like a. Bathing suit. Yeah, showgirl outfit. Um, the song itself, I actually enjoy the song. It's a fun song. It's a fun song. It's a fun right? song. Fun song. Remember this word. But you're like, but why is it in the movie? Right. In the, the only thing I can really come up with, it was a distraction, of. You know, getting all the people people in the pub or the bar, um, Radigan's crew, Radigan's crew watching her, and then uh, his psychic um, Basil. Ba- well, Basil's no, no, Basil's no, no, the um, detective. Um, oh shoot! I want to say Dodson. Um, I think so. Yeah, Dodson or something. His psychic. <sighs> um, Basil, um, you know, gets a little drunk because his drink was tampered with, and then a fight breaks out, and but she's still singing, and they get to sneak off where. But they weren't part of like his plan. She was just. It was opportunistic. It was an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Event. Yeah. You looking up the name? Uh, Dawson. Doctor. Doctor Q. David. Q Dawson. And I think what's good about the, the movie itself is pretty, it has some really dark moments. It's a darker animated. You're dealing with a dark industrial period. Yeah. Of, well, this uh, is this is literally the last movie before we get into Little Mermaid. Yeah. So before we hit the Renaissance. And so this, the song kind of brings light and, it, I don't know, excitement or fun. To a, a, a as, as dark situation. Yes. Because Sherlock Holmes is not a likable character. He's very eccentric. Right. And uh, he's he's not very palatable to average people. He's just mean. Yeah. So I think it brings a little bit more light, a little bit more, I don't know, jazz to the movie. It brightens it up. It totally does. Because, like, it's a pretty dark moment because, like, you think about what happens at this moment. Like, the little girl's just been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know where she's at. They've got a clue that there's some connection here at this pub, at this bar. And so, like, they're trying, they're going undercover in this shady, scary place to, to find this lost girl. So, why not throw a little happy song in there? I, I agree. Yeah. It spruces in it terms, up. It in wakes ter- you up, too. It does. Because there can be, there's a, definitely a. You're an investigation into, and you're dealing with a seedy character. And I mean, the next song that comes on is the Radican line. So long, so long is so fun. Like, right? You're gonna die. At least have somebody make a song for you. You got Vincent Price. I mean, you got Vincent Price playing Radigan. Like, he did such a great job. He did. 
Again, one of, like we said, underappreciated villain. Yeah. So, could you cut it and be perfectly fine? Yes, but... I think it hurts the movie. It would hurt the movie just because you just get bored during... It breaks up the boredom. I would just say, it just it's, it's too... That portion of the movie is a little too serious yes. for at least children. Yeah, you're talking about, like... Date rape, like drugs, drugs. <laughs> yeah. He's been drugged. <laughs> right. So, like, I think it's don't a little... drink it. And he's like, oh, I'm too late. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, I think it's needed to help lighten up the movie a little yeah. bit because it's it's in a dark place and it's dark tones, dark themes. So, I think it's needed to help lighten the mood a bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Did you have another one, Jackie? I did. So the next one Bonus. I had, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were doing another one. Yeah, we discussed it a little bit. So just I was kinda a curious. little bit, yeah. So it's Mary Poppins movie. The, you, the original Mary the Poppins. Original Mary Poppins. Mary movie. Poppins. Can you guess what song I picked? Ooh, uh, let's go with. Um, Oh, what would you pick? All abstain because we yeah, discussed this earlier. Is it the the bank of the bank song where, where they're talking if about you invest your tuppence? That no. one? No, that's a good one. I know. Well, I didn't realize that was Dick Van Dyke till I was like oh, thirty years oh, old. Uh, the suffrage song. No. We're clearly soldiers in petticoats. No, no. Oh, really? That was a contender. Okay, but then really spruce. Yeah, sure, sure. But in terms of it's like, like your intro, that what, you what's, the, what's Marvel? What does that really add to? That's true. Movies? I mean, you, you give the mother a character. You give a, the mother a character or a purpose. Um, this is I love to laugh. I love to laugh. Okay. So it's it's a great song. Don't get me wrong. Per, great song. Could they cut it and the movie be good? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'll say this. It's better than the song that they originally had planned. Oh, yeah. It's So there's there was a deleted song that they took out of Mary Poppins because it was just too slow. And it's like in the sands of time or something like that. It's in the theme of cause song, Trust in Me. That was supposed to be in Mary Poppins <laughs> originally, and then they put it in Jungle Book. Yeah. Wow. So the I Love to Laugh song was definitely inspired by a scene in the Mary Poppins book where they visit um, Uncle Albert. And, you know, they laugh and they float and that's a whole scene. And I think, and that that's the hard part with Mary Poppins is the original book where it was based off of, it was just a lot of short different stories right. and adventures. And so there's not this overall story arcing like of like bringing the father Why you're and on the this children. Fluidity of, you know, like, John yeah. Yeah. These guys had a great week with their nanny. Right. right. And so it's just all about an adventure. Um, and they brought it into the movie because it is a great scene. Um, it brings light and laughter. And there's a lot of, like, um, 
um, meaning behind it of like, you know, laughter and having things to laugh about is things that will lift us up and it's our sadness that brings us down here on this earth, which makes you think like, oh, I'm not floating, so I must... True. I'm very sad. depressed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm now leaving this podcast as a very depressed <laughs> being. I'm I not the flying. little laughter they do, the different types of laughter. The, the oh, Dick yes. Van Dyke. Yeah. Some people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Dick Van Dyke did oh, fantastic. I mean, it's a great song. It's definitely one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Um, but What is your favorite song? Adam Mary Poppins? Yeah. Uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Boy, you went full on. She went for it. Yeah. She had it's to. a disease of the liver. No, sorry, I couldn't <laughs> resist no, it. We're not going back there. <laughs> not again. <laughs> oh. No, I just love it. It's a fun song. Right? It's fun saying the word. and Yeah. I can tell you got a smile on your face as you're saying it. So well, and fun thing, like when I was in traditions at Disney World, you know, they give you like trivia or things to get like little figures or a trading pen or something mm-hmm. at my traditions. And it was like a Mary Poppins song uh, thing. And you had, they gave like a hint of like a song. And then you had to stand up and sing part of that song or say finish the lyrics. And it was supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And I stood up and I was like singing the whole song. And they're like, all right, here's a little Mickey Mouse. I'm that guy in traditions going, oh, I want to go back to the military. I made, hor- <laughs> I made horrible decisions. This is not where I belong. Traditions traditions is not a fun course to take while working at Disney. That's one of those experiences you're just like, can this be over soon? I had a fun traditions class. Oh, man. Yeah, we all know who you were in that class. Oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I was that jaded, like, oh, I made bad choices. (laughs) It was one of those, like, okay, you know, like, you just... Yeah, it's it's not the fun part of working for Disney, that's for sure. No, co-workers and friends and maybe I just had a great table. I think you had at. a good table. I had a snob girl that's oh. like, I know the answer. That was that was her. No, <laughs> ja- no, Jackie was like, you can tell she had good energy. This girl is just like, uh, it's like the girl that we met on our uh, oh on our uh, um, on the gumball rally, like that. Okay, nailed it. No, we had a goal that everybody at the at our table was gonna win something, so oh, we would all help energy. each other. And it's like being at a wedding oh, table fun. and everyone's like, "We're the best table." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you find out that everyone in the class gets something because they end up resorting oh. to, "Who's your favorite Disney character?" Bugs Bunny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you just said that to be annoying. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think the song just brings light and laughter to the movie. Mary brings Poppins. a good philosophy into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I can't take medicine without sugar. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, honey? Taking Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, that's actually how I solve my hiccups. I do a spoonful of sugar. Mom taught us that. Because I did the same thing. I do thing. a spoonful of sugar, and then I hold my breath, and then it works. I just eat candy. <laughs> <laughs> That's more fun. All right. I feel like I'm actually taking medicine. All right, JV. Let's uh, 
Jay Goodness gracious. Who's this Jay It's just a nickname. The name that should not be named. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Jay no, 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 no. All right. Uh, <laughs> should that song be in there? Definitely. Um, okay. So I'm doing Shiny from the movie Moana. Uh, the character. I thought we were talking about savages from Pocahontas. Oh, no, no, no. That can go, no. <laughs> That's a great song. It is a fun song. I always sing that song when the guests are coming into the parks during Rope <laughs> Drop. They're better even human. That's <laughs> true, though. That would be kind of a fun song to spoof to. To, to parody? Great, you're giving me more ideas. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll have a compilation of, like, yeah. spoofs and. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we're still waiting on the termination song. To all I think I put part of you it. You put up. part of it up. I put part yeah. of it up on on our uh, was there lesser known Disney World characters episode. Yeah. All right. So I'm doing Shiny from Moana. Uh, Jermaine Clement is uh, the voice of the character for uh, Tomateo. Oh, Tama, Tomateo Toa Tomatoa. I think so. I think yeah. That's right. Golly. I just want to say tomato. Sorry. Um, so it's a little background for those who haven't seen it. This is song comes out of nowhere. Um, before Maui was given, uh, gives in to Moana on her journey to restore the heart of Tafiti. Um, he needs his hook. And so he's, he's like, fine, if I'm going to do this, I need my hook. And Maui knows if it's going to be found, it would be with, um, Tomatoa. Tomatoa. I was going through there the song. Goes. He says, Tomatoa hasn't been this bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Tomatoa hasn't always been this glam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and so uh, Maui and Moana go to the Loatea, the realm of the monsters. We'll just say that. <laughs> I am sorry. I am butchering a beautiful culture and language. Um, and they find this crab uh and he the character he's kind of a he's a secondary antagonist yes um and uh he's a villainous as this is under the disney wiki or the fandom page he is a villainous giant crab that covets all things shiny and valuable he wants to elevate his status with all the gold and has been become self-absorbed his arch nemesis of the acclaimed demigod maui he knows his past and reveals Maui's always ripped off, and also Maui has ripped off his leg. So he's got, he's got some beef. Uh, personality is unpredictable. He's got mood shift, and he goes from comedic to murderous. And he's got a dark humor about eating his grandmother. It took a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I ate my grandma. <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> so, um. The song Shiny, it's all about his glory. Because Maui right. tells Moana, have him talk about himself. And that's what it is. It's, I'll be glad to do so. <laughs> I love that. Like, Are like, you trying to make me talk? Yeah, it just comes <laughs> up. So like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a super weakness myself. Right. <laughs> so the first part is talking about him and himself and like his upbringing. Because he talks about he was a crab. Talk about, you know... Uh, it's not about what's on the inside, it's what about on the outside. 
because uh, it was like, because your granny lied, you know. It's like, wow, really attacking the, you know, philosophy of like, it's not what's on the outside, it's what's on the inside. And, you know, and he'd just rather be shiny and be seen. And he also uses it kind of in an evolutionary sense of like, attracting food, free food, seafood. He mentions that. And, um, and then, boom, Maui shows up and he's like, ah, I got my hook. Here it is. And he tries to use it and he cannot use it. Or he's rusty and he can't transform. And so the song transitions to like the second part where it's talking about Maui. Maui. And he gives little clues into Maui's background. He presents... Because Maui is self-absorbed himself, you know, you're welcome, you know, is very similar. Right. Um, so it's easy to see what two narcissists not, you know, liking each other. Surprise, they're nemesis. And so it's not, and so it's, it's so they've got history. And he obviously is an old crab because it's been thousands of years he's been stuck on this island. So... Uh, they've battled before in the past, and he knows his history, and he reveals something that Maui didn't reveal, that he was human and was discarded. And he shows on the tattoo that's covered by his hair. And, you know, it's you know at that point, Moana realizes, like, oh, okay. This I is, don't know everything. I don't know everything him. about him. And so there is, you know, why, and it kind of clues in, why does Maui want to please, you know, all these humans? And... And so this this song opens more about Maui, you know. Like, yeah, I'm this awesome. But also, like, progresses the character story of Maui and his history for the audience and the main characters, uh, the protagonist, Moana, in the story. Um, also, so that's that's one breaking it down. That's, that's one aspect of how the lyrics um, feed into it. Um... As for um, its placement from between your welcome and to the part where, you know, like, I'm going to get stronger with my hook. I don't know what the song is. It's 30 minutes. And this song, this movie is all about songs. Like, Moana yeah. has two, like, I am Moana. <laughs> right. <and> so, <laughs> I am Moana. <laughs> you, you hear that with the, they, they mock that in the, the, the Olaf shorts. shorts where he's like, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> so... And you also have the other thought is there is no villain song in here. There or, isn't. You know. No. The the Kokomara like, don't they're they're nonverbal. They got some good drums, uh, but that's they, there's no song. And Tafiti doesn't bust out. Taka. Taka, yeah. Taka. Yeah. There's no. She just screams. Right. Which, that makes sense. You're a volcano. The lava, the lava. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be like, I was like Mug singing a song from Pokemon. You're like, wow, that was great, guys. <laughs> Any other ideas? <laughs> so, I, it, it, to me, it, like, it helps progress the story. To me, it's fun. It is way different. It just hits you on the side of the face. It, it's how just, different it is. Yeah, like you said, I don't have a issue with like the character itself but it's just like the song just comes out of nowhere i remember watching in the theater and i'm like okay i'm liking the movie and then the song gets and you're like what in the (laughs) world i think i think why this song kind of gets a bad rap is because of like the song is good i will listen to the song 
all day. It's a good song. But, like, if you compare it with the other songs in the movie, they're all, like, culturally mm-hmm. based. Like, it's very thematic to yes. the island yeah. culture and things like this. And this is not that. No. no. At all. <laughs> Which I guess that might be what they're going for because you're in the realm of monsters. But it was one of those things that kind of takes, that took, I think, a lot of people out of the movie experience, out of the world, because it's like, okay, this is a different song. We are in a different world, though. You're right. And and it's a fair point, and but it uh, all comes down to the listener and what they feel is. Yeah. Did that take me out? Was that good, or was it like, can I move on with the story? And and you made some excellent points. It reminds me of a video that Father Yodeler showed me about like the science of making of writing Disney music, and they talked about like, you know, how every song has to serve a point. And that's kind of the point of this episode is that like every song in every Disney movie serves a point in one point or another. Like it's it's supposed to expand the story because like they they the in the the video is talking about they talk about the differences between the pop versions of songs and then the actual song that's in the movie. And you say like. For example, like, Let It Go. Mm-hmm. She does not say Let It Go that much. She only says it, like, a couple times in the movie. But if you go to the credit scene when they're singing Let It Go, they sing Let It Go, like, Let It Go! The whole time. Yeah. You know? Because during the movie, you only have so much time. And so you need to use that time to tell a story. You need to expand what's happening here. And I think Shiny does do a good job in that. You bring up excellent points. Mm-hmm. It's, it's only even, three minutes, but there is yeah. a break where you're like, whoa, like the you whole battle about is, is in the song. Yeah. Like, as much as this song is about um, Taka, it's about, or uh, not Tom Taka, Taka. Tom, uh, yeah, uh, the crab. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're sorry. <laughs> Tamatoa. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's, it's about him. It's actually more about Maui. Yeah, and that's that's what it's about. It's about Maui and his hook and things like that. Although they did talk about, you mentioned, you know how um, this brings up some theories people have about Moana, where um, Tamatoa knows who Moana's grandma is because he references his, her grandma specifically, yeah. saying your grandma lied. Yeah, it's, oh. yeah. It's just, uh, did your grandma say, "Listen to your heart"? Be who you are on the inside. I need three words to tear her argument apart. Your granny lied. And so that, that laid to a hint that, like, she actually was actually, like, people speculate that granny was actually, like, um, uh, Maui's girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, she knows um, the stories. Right. Yeah. Monsters. But, I mean, that the folklore is passed down. Storytellers. Right. And so that makes sense. But, and so it was just kind of... Pretty cool. Pretty (laughs) cool. We want to see Maui and Grandma hook up. (laughs) I just want to know the story. All right. Cool. Uh, I do have one thing I did not know. I I love having random facts. Right. Tomatoa makes an appearance in Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet. He does. He is, is, uh, uh, as told by Emoji, and then... On Moana's shirt and uh, with the princesses, yes. it says hashtag shiny and it has him on there. Oh, nice. So I, I was like, well, I didn't know that. Gotta share that. I love a good Easter egg. 
Wreck-It Ralph 2 has a ton of them. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. it's just filled with them. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> let, so us know, yeah, yeah. let us know. Let us know what your thoughts. Do you think the songs we brought up are crucial for the movie? Are you a fan of these songs? Or, or cut you, it. Or are you like, cut it, let's move on from it. And what other songs in, movie, in Disney movies... Um, do you think um, I can don't the, fit? I can go the yeah. distance. I'm just joking. No. I'm just joking. It makes me rethink when you're trying to think about like what song in each Disney movie could be cut out. It's hard. There's it's some hard. It's hard. Yeah. So think about that if you're watching a Disney movie. It makes it a little bit more interesting. Like, could they cut this? What would the movie be like? Yeah. So, um, let us know. You can email us at matterhornyolders at gmail.com. And you can, and and this is also a response to anyone who's started listening to us that's, you know, started binging through our episodes. If you want to talk about something we talked about on a prior episode, let us know. Like, we we, we haven't moved on. Like, we can always go back and talk about those things. Oh, yeah. We want to hear your thoughts and we can reshare any of your thoughts. If you want to hear what our views are on the Parent Trap episode, uh, we'll we'll talk about the Parent Trap episode. The original actress, the, the, um, the to be wed or like the fiance, she just passed away. Oh, did she? She just passed away. Well, this will date us, but like three weeks ago from when you guys listened to this, but yeah, she passed away at the beginning of, or the end of April. Gotcha. So uh, I just saw that on Reddit last night and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. mm-hmm. she was 89. That dates like, that tells you how old these movies are. But. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. If you want to talk about anything about Disney, let us know. We love talking about Disney, as you can tell. Um... We like to go we on tangents. Op- we have options. We can talk about other things besides Disney on this. <laughs> yes, we could. <laughs> As eyes are rolled. All right. Uh, that's all we have. Have a magical day. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Matterhorn Yodelers. Please remember, before your bobsled comes to a complete stop, to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And remember... Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor.